and you can relax. This reading has been rated PG. <laughs> As some of you know, this is from the third of the Rollo Hemphill misadventures in the first two books. Rollo has masterminded a plot with a life-sized doll made in the image of a famous soap star, Monica LaMonica. Rollo's former boss, the old crusty Hugo Farnsworth, has developed a fascination for the doll. He is currently entertaining her as his sole guest aboard his private yacht, currently anchored at Saint-Tropez. Meanwhile, Rollo has also fled to France to avoid being arrested for a money laundering scheme he didn't do. As the book opens, Farnsworth secretly summons Rollo and pleads for his help because the doll has mysteriously gone missing from the boat. Thinking perhaps the precise worst moment to mention it, I asked, so where is she? Freshening up? Taking a nap? Farnsworth's face went slack, and for the first time I noticed his jowls more flaccid than I remembered. He set his beer can down on the deck and sighed. Thank you for coming, Rollo. He said it without an ounce of sarcasm. I'd heard you hit a patch of trouble. I hope I haven't put you at any risk. Things seem to have turned out all right for you, I said quietly. You have what you wanted, and maybe without intending to, at least you could say I helped you get it. That's just it, he whimpered quietly, as tears welled up in his leathery eyes. She's gone, and his voice cracked. Some sneak thief, I asked, thinking that was the obvious possibility. We'd had a quarrel, he sighed. As we often did now and again, kept things interesting, my view, but it was one of those, do I look fat in this dress kind of tiffs, the kind of man just can't win. I went ashore to cool off, knock back a few whiskeys at the local establishment, and when I came back on board, she disappeared. I tried to sound reassuring as if celebrity look-alike dummies go missing every day. Like I said, it's valuable, a work of art, a celebrity in her own right. I reflected a moment, tabloids, that's it. It's just the kind of stunt they'd pull. Someone sniffed it out, discovered she, and I had to be really careful here, isn't real. You have to admit, it's a hell of a story. I'd do anything to get her back. I just wish I could take back those things I said. Let's not go there, I thought. And I suppose you didn't inform the police? Are you kidding, he almost chuckled. If perchance the paparazzi weren't involved, that would most assuredly blow the lid off. He looked at me soulfully. For the first time in the years I'd known him, he didn't regard me as an underling, as an object of scorn, but as a kindred male, a directionless libido in search of a cause, a jouster at windmills, a rescuer of damsels. Please help me, Rollo, he said simply, and he rested his gnarled hand on my knee. Did he really suspect me? He knew I was no poker player, so in the first few minutes after our meeting on his yacht, surely he would have known I didn't do it. He probably thinks I'd be able to guess who did, and that I have as much reason as he does to keep a low profile. But if he hadn't been the victim of the doll napping, he'd be the first I'd suspect of stealing her. Of all the players in our little soap opera, Hugo was the only one who truly lusted after the doll. Oh, he, he could do an amateur job of pretending to steal her, perhaps for some kind of role-playing pleasure, but having done the deed, he'd have no reason to brag about it, much less profit from it, and who on earth would care? 
I might not be the best judge of character, but I was pretty sure he hadn't stolen the thing from himself for himself, which is not as silly as it sounds. The doll is a one-of-a-kind collectible, expertly crafted in the image of a famous star, with a face molded from a genuine life mask that seems to have gone missing after the doll maker completed the custom order. Well, remember, Hugo or some broker had paid a pretty price for her at the auction in Los Angeles after the feds dug her up from Forest Lawn where we'd staged a public burial so the real Monica could escape from show business. He might have had the doll insured. If he'd been paranoid about people wanting to steal her, his instincts about getting her insured apparently proved correct. I thought I could rule out insurance fraud. Hugo didn't seem to need the money. He didn't seem to care about money at all. As long as he had her in that sleek little boat, he had the two things in the world he cherished most. And then consider that demented rant about having had words right before her disappearance. His telling of the story was too heartrending not to be genuine, even if the inciting incident was totally delusional. If they had a disagreement, and mind you, in his own mind, were she flesh and blood, it wouldn't take Hercule Perot to guess what happened. Zut alors, fearing divorce and scandal, the old fellow did away with her. Except that valuable as the doll might be in the market of adult novelties, she, was, she had no life to take, no rights to defend. If Hugo were irrevocably angry with her or just downright bored, or if he suspected her of cheating with some stevedore, he could s simply dump her over the side, and quite legally. Or maybe not. Is she hazardous waste? You can't throw so much as a plastic spoon off a cruise ship these days, much less a big doll made of silicone and steel. In fact, Hugo would no doubt regard the ease of disposal as one more superior trait she'd have over a living wife, along with exemplary personal hygiene through occasional application of inexpensive household solvents, perpetual youth without special diets, bloating or weight gain, capped off with those rarest of female virtues, long-suffering patience and the tireless ability to listen. Inspector, I admit, I sailed out to sea and shoved my lovely wife over the side. Lieutenant Gaston Camembert, a veteran of the Gendarmerie for more than 30 years, who counted himself a contentedly married man, would scarcely approve, but he would understand. Such crimes of passion do happen, tant pis. Now this would be a different case. Inspector, I admit, we sailed out to sea and I sent my life-sized rubber doll to the bottom. Whatever the inspector's opinions about men of a certain age who covet their toys, Camembert must, would most certainly not understand. You might as well tell him you drove your shiny new Ferrari off the end of the dock. I'm afraid I must cite you for unauthorized waste disposal at sea, monsieur. <laughs>